You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 159 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. Gorak. Uh, it is right after championship weekend, the week of the bye before the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs against your San Francisco 49ers, who have knocked off both oh, the yeah, Green Bay yeah. Packers and the Detroit Lions. I was wondering why you were saying your, but now, yeah, I'm fully... I don't like the Niners. Like, I, I don't like Kyle Shanahan. He bugs me. But I'm fully going to root for them because they did they did what needed to be done. They yep. took out the Packers and they took out the Lions. It so. was great. It was glorious. They did exactly what we wanted them to do. Well, I guess half of us wanted them to do. Yeah, I think everyone was on board with beating the Packers. But there's like a select percentage of the fan base that I guess feels bad for the Lions or something. And expect them to, and they were happy to see them do well and wanted them to win yeah. the Super Bowl. Maybe those are nice people. I don't know. I Absolutely not. Like why, they, what have they done to deserve getting a Super Bowl? Like what? I don't know. And all I can say in like a short phrase is misery loves company. Yeah. Like what's the shot and prod? Like, like, yeah. like I just, I, they have just sucked for their existence. They haven't gone through any heartbreak. They haven't, like, to just make it there their first year and just go all the way to the Super Bowl and win it would have been just, I couldn't, I don't think I could handle it. Absolutely for how many not. times we got close and then didn't win, haven't even made it. We haven't even made the Super Bowl in our lifetime. We've made the championship game, what was it, like five times now? I think it was four. So it was 98, 2001, 2009, 2017. So four times. Yep. And then once in, like, 87 right before we were born. Yep. Yeah, and we've never made it all the way there. And then they're just going to make it after making it. They didn't make the playoffs. They barely make the playoffs. They've won one NFC division in 30 years. And that was this year. Yeah, the first time. And then they just haven't paid their dues. you got to have heartbreak. I don't care that you've just sucked for 30 years. 30 years of being terrible, I don't think is real heartbreak because – at some point, you just expect them to be bad, and you yeah. see the talent on the roster never getting better. You know what hurts? Getting your hopes up. That is what hurts. Not not just knowing you're going to suck and be like, oh, same old Lions again, guys. Oh, let's watch the Lions because we're Lions fans, but it's not like it really hurt, matters. Like What really hurts is being up 24-7 <laughs> on the road at halftime. And losing. And losing. And blowing the lead. That's what you got to go through. You know, that's the only thing that's Before fair. Before the third quarter's over, they blew the lead. Just, that's impressive. That's very, it's Vikings-esque. I mean, now they're starting to get their stripes, you know. Now they've got to get a few more horrible losses under their belt. And then maybe, I mean, I'll probably never root. If we win a Super Bowl, then I will be like, yeah, let Detroit have one. Let the Bills have one. All the underdogs. I'm rooting for all yeah. the underdogs all the time. Every year, I just don't want anyone that has not won one to win one before us. Well, and that's, that's probably petty and shitty and not even like a good reason, but I don't fuck them. And, and like they're a divisional opponent. Yeah, I mean, that's even like more. And they blew out Hawkinson's knee and they're a bunch of assholes. Like, what, and fuck Dan Campbell. I think the closest thing to the last like non-Super Bowl team, winning team to win a Super Bowl that like I was rooting for, well, I guess they didn't win, was like the Bengals. It was like, I don't want them to win because, you know, they haven't won one yet. But Burrow, Jamar Chase, yeah. Jesse Bates, be they're, all so, they're all yeah. so likable. Who is the, the last one that's Philly? That, like, ended a drought? I guess the Chiefs had a long drought. 
Yeah, but they had but one they had one one. They beat the, us in like the sixties or whatever. Philly in twenty seven. Philly against the Patriots and no one on our no none of us were rooting for Philly. No. That's for damn sure. No. Like, but they also went through some pretty horrible years. Like the whole Andy Reid era was just heartbreak after heartbreak. That was like five years of them being the best team in the NFC and never winning. Detroit is just that'd be like Cleveland suddenly just popping up and I mean Cleveland's had. I guess more hard now late, Detroit. Yeah, but they've had some. Yeah, Detroit literally has never had one hard loss. Cleveland ever. had their team ripped out of their seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Cleveland did have like the the Bronco one where that guy fumbles it, and I can't even picture who's another team like Detroit that has just been a perennially. It, you know what it'd be like? It'd be like if the Panthers had beat the beat the uh, the Broncos. Patriots or the Broncos. The fact that the Panthers have been to two Super Bowls is just that upsets me. <laughs> that team they're is an like, expansion. Yeah, franchise. from the mid nineties, and they've been there twice. I feel like there's another expansion team that made a run, or is it just the Panthers? Jaguars were the Jaguars. They, they didn't make they, a Super Bowl, right? No, but they've made a couple of runs. To two the title, title games. games. Yeah, is it only two? I mean, that just goes to show. You. I mean, Brunel was one, and then the Bulls oh, yeah, was just, the other one. Yeah, but they were really good in the '90s too, and I think they had a couple heartbreaking yeah. losses. They've the the Panthers and Jaguars have been through more heartache than the Detroit Lions. But, you know, like I don't feel bad for these guys. No, not, Sorry, not your team thing. was mismanaged for 60 years. Whose fault is that? You know, I'm, I'm glad you guys are getting it together. But now it's the p- players on the field who are going to rip your heart out. And that's yeah. what matters the most. <laughs> yeah, now it's it's <laughs> only one team gets to be happy in the end. Yeah. And it's and it just can't be you guys yet. You haven't, you haven't, I just, it blew my mind how many I, I, casual fans, I get it. They're like, oh, look at this plucky little Detroit team that never wins anything. Like, oh, that's cool. But, like, there was, like, actual diehard Viking fans that were like, oh, you know, uh, you know, I've got a big heart. There's probably a lot of Lions fans that have been through a lot and they need a win. It's like, yeah, fuck them. Yeah. We've been through a lot. What do we ever get? Nothing. And I don't mind the Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. A lot of people are like, oh, you want to watch those two teams again? It's like, well, they're clearly the two best teams in the NFL. So, I mean, yeah. as, and, you know, Mahomes is the best player. And the Niners are probably the best team. Like, yeah. I mean, I, that's fine. I would have been fine with any of those four teams making it. Not as far as just the game itself. Like, Detroit versus the Ravens, sure. Detroit versus, like, I didn't really care. There wasn't, like, a bad one. Well, but, I don't know. I'm but sure I didn't want to watch the Lions again. That's yeah. Well, sure. I didn't want to watch the Lions win. I didn't want to watch them go there. That's the thing. I haven't got to enjoy going to a Super Bowl. Not even winning it. Just, like, that two weeks of buildup where they talk about your team and like everything is just all about the Vikings and their opponent. We haven't got that. We haven't got that since the seventies. No one even watched football back then. And these fucking Detroit Lions are just gonna come rolling in after three years under Dan Campbell or two years or whatever. Like, and people and this, already talk about their team all the time. So now we got to hear it for another two weeks when it's just about yeah. them. It's like every time they were on TV, all the announcers it was constantly be like, oh, Dan Campbell. He's really turned this franchise around. They're just. And you know what? They're right. Like he's doing a good job, and they're and they're. We said same old Lions. I mean, they proved it on you know the other day, but twenty four not quite the same old Lions. They actually made the playoffs for once. But it's just I don't want to keep hearing about it. I hope they go eight and eight next year, and it's just a sad day for them because they you know, at least their coach. I'll give him credit. He was sort of just like, who knows if we'll be back? I think we'll be back, but I don't know. You know, I feel like most coaches are probably like, well, we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back next year. Don't don't you yeah. worry about it. They got their uh, fucking coordinator. I was back. just gonna say, and then Ben joke. Johnson. Everyone's talking about during the game how he's probably gonna take the commander's job. And yeah, the announcer said it. Like I, I remember they said that about Pat Shermer when we played. Uh, I think it was the Miracle Game where he was just like, "Oh, he's already got the Giants' job locked up." It's like, yeah, whatever. And then they do it with their guy, and he just turns down the job. Well, Second year in a row, this dude's like, "Nah, I want to stay in Detroit." I don't like it. No, I don't like it at all. I don't like when other people have good things. And. 
How many, like, that never happens. Never happens. Never. I mean, I think, like, Dan Quinn did it for the Cowboys, maybe. Um, who did, we tried to get D'Amico Ryans, and he stayed. But, like, that's two times, and then Ben, and then ben Johnson twice. Like, we got poached for fucking Stefanski after one year. Yeah. That we did, we even, we made, we won a playoff game, I guess. Yeah, we beat the Saints. Pat Shermer, one good year, and he gets poached. Like, we, we can't have nice things, you know? Well, we got to sit and watch the fucking Packers get Jordan Love. And the, and the D'Amico Ryans thing, the dude was clearly waiting for that uh, Texans job. Yeah. Like, that's all I'm going to say. He was going to keep declining until, until the he got that he only wanted the Texans job. I think he only wanted He's the Texans in. job. Uh, he called it his dream job. He wasn't going to I mean, that's the team that drafted him, right? Yeah. It's like that was his team. And then he went. Maybe. And I think he's from, well, he's from like Alabama, Louisiana, that Texas area. area. So yeah. it does not surprise me. I, you know, I, the lines are going to fall off. You know, I just, they talk, they talked a lot of shit and it's like, you know, our quarterback got hurt. You know what? Who knows if you'd have won the division? You know, it's yeah. easy cakewalk for you. I mean, Green Bay didn't figure out their team until three fourths through the season. Yeah, that should have been us blowing a 24 to 7. And just the way they did it, just with like the, the second guessing of the coach. Like, I would much rather just lose and know I was the worst team. Like the Philly loss. I don't ever look back and go, God, we should have won the Super Bowl that year. No. That Philly team smoked us. Yep. Like we did be, the, the 2000, 2001. The, the Giants, Gi- I don't even think the Giants were that good, but we didn't show up that day. Yeah. And like, they got their ass kicked against the 2000 Ravens. Yeah, that Culpepper, like that was his second year. Like that team was not going to beat the 2000 Ravens. So it's like you never think about those two. What you think about is, you know, Gary Anderson missing a field goal or Brett Favre throwing across the body. These Detroit fans are going to think about going for it on fourth, you know, Every, Drop passes. Every time they wear all white in San Francisco, they are going to <laughs> think gonna be reminded. about that game. I still think the worst, the absolute worst thing. And you know what? Dan Campbell, he's been doing this shit all year long where he just fly by the career. seat of his pants, just fucking winging it. Ever since, you remember, it wasn't this year, but it was the year before, against us, early in the year. The Panay Sewell thing? No, he kicked a field goal and the kicker missed it. And he said, I'll ne- I won't will do that again. I'm going to go for it. Like He basically was like, I'm never going to... I'm never going to play it conservative because they end up losing because they missed the field goal that we went right down the field and scored. Yep. It was like week two of last year. And the guy has been a renegade ever since, just going for it willy-nilly. Oh, yeah, that was that home game yep. that we played. We came back. Yeah. Yeah. We, it was like three plays, boom, oh. touchdown, right after he – it was like fringe area. Like you either go for it and you win the game, it's over. Yep. You kick a field goal and it's close to over but not quite. Or you miss the field goal and now you've opened the doors. And he went for a field goal and he missed it. And then he was like – you know, he, he's probably in fucking tears in the post game. You know, oh, it was so hard to pick that, and I've let the team down. But yeah, now he just goes for it all the time. But it, sometimes it's like, it seems so stupid, but then it'll work. Yeah. And it's like, this is just frustrating. It's so frustrating. This guy just always goes for it and always works, and it finally bit him in the ass. And, you know, I again, I, I misery loves company. I don't care. Yeah. I, fuck this guy. Love you know? it. Love it. But the worst one is him running the ball on third down on the goal line. And then, like, you know, run the ball if you want, but do not call a timeout afterwards. At first, I was like, he he can't run it because then he's going to have to run his field goal unit out there. And that's going to be a waste of ton of time. But he went for it anyways. So why wouldn't you just figure out the next two plays, run the ball, which is stupid, but go ahead and run it. Maybe you catch him off guard and you score. But you're going to go for it anyways. Just line up and call the next play. You cannot, in any circumstances, call that timeout. Or... Throw, throw the ball on third and run it on fourth. Yeah, I get that's probably not as like maybe they expect it more, but you cannot at that point. Yeah. call a timeout. 
They 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 would have got the ball back. Again, run it all you want, but do not call a yeah. timeout. Run the hurry up and go. I honestly, I, even there, I would have kicked a field goal. I know he ended up getting the touchdown, but if you get an incompletion, the game's over. If you kick the field goal again, it's all on the onside kick. Like those four extra points didn't make a difference. No, you. It, I, guy, Either way, you have to score a touchdown at one yeah. point or another. Yeah, and I, I feel like a lot of people are like defending him as if he uses analytics. I don't think he uses analytics at all. I think he's one hundred percent like just just sort of like gut, which is fine. Like I like that, but it didn't work, and I disagree with the what he did this time. And it's like I don't know why these people are all defending him. Yeah. It was stupid. And you've got people saying that he should have went for the touchdown before half. Which I also don't get. No, I think you take the points, you go up three scores. Like, if you go for it, you don't get the advantage of pinning them at the three or yeah, this seven half, or the whatever. The half just ends. Yeah. Like, I, I, usually, I want to go for it. Like I'm all, But like every single time, I'm like, why is he not kicking a field goal? And I get their kicker sucks. But that's also maybe, you know, maybe you should have a kicker that's worthy of a 45-yarder because... I, three score leads. That's a pretty good lead. What that you get two scores and then they score. It's the game's back on. Like he should have just kept looking to keep that seventeen point lead. And I don't know, guys, it couldn't have happened. You know, I'm glad it happened to him. You know, makes me happy. It was the best win of the year. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> really, really turned this whole Viking season around. Was that Detroit meltdown? Yeah, I mean, you couldn't find two happier guys right now. Yeah, I was cheering for that game like it was a Vikings game. When when Jameer Gibbs fumbled that ball, I jumped out of my seat. Yeah. Fumble! <laughs> which which like I which makes me know that's what I truly wanted was a Detroit loss because you know I like I was rooting for the Ravens, but I didn't really care. No, like, I was like, sitting there you, watching it. Yeah, you said you fell asleep during the game. Absolutely. So you like even though you said you were rooting for the Chiefs, you didn't really care. Nope. But once you're jumping up and down. For the San Francisco 49ers, when really I could care who the opponent is. It's really just I'm rooting against Detroit. Oh. So, yeah. I just I guess I just don't, you know, this whole like, oh, how cute are they? They, they never win anything. Give them something. No. Well, don't give them anything. No. I'm, that, that whole The whole stadium was filled in uh, Detroit. The away stadium. Like, there was no game in there. They were just watching on screens. They all had to leave miserable. Yep. Put a smile right on my face. Like, like it was a sold-out Ford Field for a watch party. Yeah, it was a watch party. And like, they were up 20, what was it, 24? 24 to 7. 24 to 7. I mean, that's almost 28-3. Like, I don't know if you've ever watched back YouTube videos of the Falcon fans, watch parties. They think they're going, like, they think they, well, not going. They think they're winning the Super Bowl. And they slowly blow the game. It is actually impressive how fast the Detroit blew that game. Like it you is. said, it, it, was, took it took one quarter. Possession. Like, <laughs> three possessions. That's all it did. It took three possessions in the third quarter for that game to cha- to tie up. And everyone's like, oh, well, it wasn't the coaching decisions. It was the drop passes and the fumbles. It's like, no, it was both. Yeah. It was both. Like, that can also exist. Drop passes are going to happen in a game. Fumbles are going to happen. But, like, you go back to our games, you know, 98, coach's decision to kneel the ball into the, into the overtime, but also Gary Anderson missed a field goal. Like, they can be both. We don't need to absolve Dan Campbell of his terrible decisions because Josh Reynolds dropped a ball. It's a risk you take not passing the ball on fourth down. Well, it, yeah. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. I'm sick of his shtick, you know. Get, get this guy out of here, you know. Well, and the thing, I just, yeah. I. The Lions can't be good for a long period of time. And they also just can't go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Period. Until we do. Until we do. As soon as we go and win one, if we go to one, I won't be as, as upset if the Lions make one. 
Yep. Until we win one, I won't. I won't really give a fuck ever about anything. And it's not just one. the Lions. Well, yeah. let's clarify that again. Yeah, it's it's the Lions is the worst example of it though, like or the best example. I don't know how you want to say best that. example because they're in division and they've also never won one. I mean, we have no defense against our rivals if the Lions win one first, because the Bears can always go. We won that one in '85, oh. and the Packers they've won a bunch. And the pa- the Bears have been back. Yeah, the Bears got it, got there with Rex Grossman. Oh, that's I can't believe that happened in the real world. Rex Rosen made a Super Bowl. Well, to be fair, I think didn't like Kyle Orton or somebody start like thirteen of those games. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it was all their defense, anyways, and Devin Hester. But that NFC must have been a week. I think they beat the the Saints to get there. Yeah, I think so. In like the rain or something. Anyways, so in the end, Detroit. You know, they they. They gotta play a first place schedule now. They gotta, you know. Apparently, they get to retain all their coordinators. So, you know, you, things are gonna get tougher when well, they play teams. It's not gonna be like, oh, look, it's the Lions. It's gonna be like, oh, this team's good. We're gonna, we're gonna really try against them. You know, they're gonna have to deal with some shit now. And you know, they don't have a good defensive coordinator, so nobody's really poaching him. Well, he's got a couple interviews, but I don't think anybody is actually interested no. in him. I, honestly, when I was reading, because again, it brought me joy to see the the, the Lions fans melting down on Twitter. It was a lot of like, we'll never be back. Dan Campbell blew it. We're going to lose our OC, and we're going to keep our defensive coordinator. <laughs> and now it sounds like they're going to keep both. Watch them get that DC. will get poached, and they'll get like Brennan Staley or someone. Yeah. But somehow they'll upgrade. Everything works out for them. Um, anyways, enough about the Lions. We can. Uh, I think we're going to talk some preseason preview. Off-season? Off-season. Off season. We don't want to talk to preseason. No. It's a little early for that. We don't even know the schedule. We don't even have an offseason. We don't even have any players. <laughs> we don't have a quarterback. Uh, so should we maybe talk about the upcoming free agents that we have that we need to re-sign? Yeah. Let's... I got a list, and then you tell me if you want to bring them back or not. Yeah, that, that works for me. First one, let's just go right into it. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. I definitely want Kirk Cousins back. Uh, I saw on Twitter the other day that uh, yeah. They're now projecting Kirk for what two years, ninety mil, yeah. fully guaranteed. Yeah, I just don't know if I believe that, or if that's just like. Yeah, I don't know, or if that's just the agent, you know, just seeing. All right, let's go fishing. Yeah, you got the agent saying that, and then we're like, we are not afraid to trade every draft pick to move up in the draft. Yeah. Like that's being leaked on one side, and then he's leaking. I want forty five million guaranteed. I don't think we would go forty five million guaranteed. I don't think so either. I just, and I don't even know if that's a real number. Who knows? I did see. I think I sent it to you about the the, the void year stuff. Like, since he already is a cap charge of twenty eight million, we can like basically cancel that out with an extension. So, really incentivizes us to yeah because you take that him. that twenty say you offer him thirty five million guaranteed a year or whatever thirty five million. You're already charged with twenty, so really you only owe him fifteen against yeah. The cap. So. It's the same thing that was with Dalvin Tomlinson, and they couldn't figure it out and get it done. He ended up just his year voided, and he became a free agent. But for Kirk, like, I don't know. I, I'm less. I feel like when we had our last podcast, what were we, like 90% he's going to come back? Yeah. I feel like I'm a little less now. Yeah, I think I'm probably I I'm probably at, like, 70, yeah. 70, 75. Yeah, I feel like I'm somewhere in that range. I want him back. I only really want him back on a two-year deal, though. Which is three years is a long time to if you're going to draft a quarterback. Exactly, I feel like three years you really almost feels like you can't draft one this year. You'd almost want to wait a year, and then at that point it's like, okay, how long do Quasi and KOC have to be like fiddling yeah. around with this Kirk thing? Which like I think Kirk gives you a great chance to win, but like 
at some point, I feel like they want their guy. Like there was all the t- rumors that we were like Anthony Richardson and we were willing to trade up for him and stuff. It's like I don't feel like you do that unless you are really like like KOC wants his own young quarterback to mold and whatever. Yep. So three years feels a a lot. I me. would say if we go three years, it's because we came out of the combine underwhelmed by one or two of the quarterback prospects. Yeah. Top guys. Like and then they're like, all right, well, let's go three with Kirk. That way, if we find one next year, we can still groom them for I mean, two. If we can do a three-year deal, but the third year is like very not guaranteed. Like you know, maybe you could cut him and save like ninety percent of the contract. Like okay, yeah, then I don't care. But if you're sort of locked in him as your starter, maybe you could trade him. I don't know, but I don't know. I haven't heard three, so maybe it is only two. Two is I'm totally fine with because I would draft a quarterback this year and make him sit for two years. I have no problem with that. It worked. It clearly works for the Packers. Yeah, Mahomes well, sat for three. a year. They do three. Yeah, they do three years. Um, a wasted draft pick, people called Jordan Love. God, he better not be as good as he looked the last few games. Like I, I that too. I can't live in a world where they just get three great. Now, like they got two Hall of Famers in a row. Can Jordan Love just be like, I don't know, Stafford level? I'll be fine with that. Jared Goff level, Kirk Cousins level. I mean, please don't let him turn into a Hall of Famer. Yeah, do it. He looks really good. He looks very good like, to end the season. Yeah. I mean, they won their... Except that identical yeah. Yeah. body. Did you see that video? Yeah. Of them side by With side? With Brett Favre's uh, 09 almost, Yeah, almost the same spot on the field. The same area. He's got that Favre in him. I don't yeah. know. That might be a good sign for the Packers. Except, you know, I don't know. That part. Yeah. I mean, it brings you a Super Bowl. 40 so. years and they won two titles with Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Not sure that was the best ratio for how many like they should have won. But no. I'd take it. Yeah, I'd take it, I'd too. I'd take it. Can't really it was, what, 30 years? 30 years, yeah, I guess. I don't know. How long did Favre play? I feel like he was 16 yeah, years. Yeah, when seven. he played yeah, for us in the Jets. Yeah, it was probably, probably 30 years. Well, 92 to two years ago. To last year? 30 years. Yeah, 30 yeah. years, basically. 31 yeah. years. So. 30 years. 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play. Two Super Bowls. That's a failure, you know? That's I mean, a it is failure. a failure, but... I ain't going to talk shit. Yeah, they oh, I, if I win one Super Bowl, I'll be fine with 30 years of Detroit Lions. <laughs> fucking worst team in the league. Um, yeah, so Kirk. We're both still in on Kirk. We're both in on getting another quarterback in the draft. Yeah. But as of right now, we have Nick Mullins and Jaron Hall as our quarterbacks. So like, we do need a quarterback. Are you like, If you don't get Kirk, you kind of have to sign someone, right? Yeah, then you have to go into the free agent quarterback well, which is not very good. Baker Mayfield, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, and you're still paying Baker probably thirty million. And a also, year. he's like youngish. So now, are, is he looking to like settle down, or is he looking to be a bridge quarterback? I feel like he's just gonna go back to the box, right? I would think he just go. Like back I think to they the like box. him there. Like I don't know why he wouldn't. Honestly, I don't know why Kirk wouldn't just come back here. Honestly, at about halftime of that Lions game, I was like, fuck. Kyle Shanahan, would he be like, hey, Brock Purdy, we're going to sit you for a year. We're rolling with Kirk for one year. Damn. And then they came back and won, and that'll never happen now. But I when it was – that. Like, he loves Kirk Cousins, and he'd probably be like, well, this guy's, you know. I don't know how that would I work. I mean, Brock, you're getting paid peanuts, so you can sit aside for Yeah, you were the year. seventh round. You were seventh round pick. You're just going to uh, – you're going to sit behind Kirk. You're going to learn. You get a little more seasoning, and uh, we'll bring you back when Kirk's done here. Yep. I was like, he's going to steal him. Um, I mean the the, the biggest. I mean, if he flops in the Super Bowl, he might. 
I don't know. You make it to a Super Bowl. I mean, I guess they kind of did it with Jimmy G, though. Didn't the very next year they draft Trey Lance? No. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It could happen. If he throws, like, three picks and looks, like, horrible, and Shanahan fails again. I mean, he's failed a few times. Hmm. Uh, Josh Dobbs, don't want to bring him back? No. Yeah. I would. I, I saw Nick Mullins, too. Like, you could cut him and save, like, almost $2 million. Oh, I'd cut him. I would, I would rather... Ideal situation, we get back Kirk, you draft... A rookie who's the backup, and then Jaron Hall's the third. Oh. And then we don't have these clown car of Nick Mullins and Josh Dobbs. Because we can't win with them anyways, so why even have them on the roster? Yep, because your backup quarterback is your rookie, and everyone yeah. wants to see him play. <laughs> Any mistake Kirk makes, they're going to be on his ass. Yeah, well, that's fine, because unless he plays absolutely dreadful for an extended period of time or gets hurt. Yeah, I don't think like Kirk's had those type of games lately. Not really with Kevin O'Connell, I feel like. Where it's no. like a full meltdown, like, yikes, like... Yeah. I mean, that Panther pick six was pretty ugly at the start of that game, but, like, I don't know. The last one, the last, like, meltdown game I remember is that Falcons game. With them when they had a new coach or whatever? Yeah, Raheem Morris. Oh, yeah, he threw the ball right to the other team, like, right off the bat. Yeah. That was rough. Raheem Morris. Was that Kevin O'Connell? No, that was Zimmer. That was still Zimmer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's funny because they had Morris as an interim coach, let him leave for three years. For Arthur Smith. Yeah, and then brought him back. I mean, I don't think it's... There's something you just look at Arthur Smith, like you just visually look at him. No way this guy's a good coach. Nobody's going to follow him into battle. Yeah. And I know you could be like, oh, well, like Andy Reid's kind of like a, you know, a funny looking dude, but something about Andy Reid, you respect that. Yeah. Arthur Smith, I don't know if it's the mustache or like the shape of his head or like just the general. Also, the way, I don't know if you ever watched him do like his post game interviews and the. They're always asking like, why didn't Bijan get the ball? Why didn't Cal Pitts get the ball? And he's just a smug asshole about it. Yeah. It's like, no respect here. Clearly, yeah. no one respects you. To be honest, your players are watching, and they like Bijan probably wants an answer. Yeah, he's thinking the same thing. Like you drafted me top ten, and you don't. And you, what are we doing here? Why did you like draft you, you? You like as of now, you saved him for the next coach. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. saved kept the tread off the, the tires. Yeah. yeah. Now Raheem Morris has you know a fresh um, Bijan Robinson. Robinson. Who do you think is the biggest threat for Kirk? Like if Kirk leaves. So Atlanta obviously makes sense. I mean, Atlanta, New England. Ah, New England, that's interesting. I just think their team sucks. But maybe if they drafted a receiver high, like if they took Marvin Harrison, brought in they've Kirk, got a good defense. they do have a good defense. And I think they've got a lot of cap. Would Mayo do that? No. I don't know. But, think, yeah, that's a threat. Uh, may not may not be a big one. Yeah, I feel like, like Atlanta is the main threat. That seems like a smaller one. Um, Bucks. If the, they let Baker go, the Bucks, because I'll be honest, they feel like they want to win. Thirty-five it. mil guaranteed with no income tax is a lot of money. Yeah, uh, and he has sneaky one Miami if they have the cap cap room. What's Tua's situation? Uh, no fifth year option yet, or honest fifth year option, hmm. something like that. Yeah, that's just sort of like I again. I kind of feel like. Not the best options for Kirk. Yeah, no, I think to it's like, Minnesota and Atlanta are the yeah, two best. Like to uproot his Kirk. family. The one thing about Atlanta is his wife's from Atlanta. I think they have like a house there. Like so, like there's that connection. So I think it would be easier to uproot his family. Whereas like I, maybe going to like New England would be like a whole thing. Like ah, oh, we gotta go on the East Coast. Yeah. It's like a deal with Boston. Yeah, but like, does he really want to change coordinators, coaches, uh, teammates at no, this point I in his career? No, I don't think he does. So they just we just need to find a happy medium. Like we want you back. We don't want to pay you a shit ton. 
I think it's going to be like didn't the Jets pay him offer him the most the last time he was. That's on true. The open he did take less to come to Minnesota, I think. So I think like it's going to be one of those things. It's yeah. like, hey, I got this. What's your like? Get get close. Yeah, yeah like, get close to it. To so I'm this. not like taking a, a super low contract. Yeah. I don't want to get paid ten million yet less a year. You know what though? Why do we give a shit if we pay him? For the next two years, a large member. Because, again, I don't know if you saw, I sent you a big, long thing about our cap space. Um, we have plenty of cap. So, like, as long as it doesn't bleed into that third year when maybe you're sort of moving on to a new quarterback. Like, we have no one to... We have Jefferson and Darasaw. Who else? Like, no one else is under contract. Brian O'Neill's on a long deal. TJ Hawkinson. That is Bradbury. That's our third biggest extension. Like, I was looking back at the Zimmer years. We had years where we had like 14 players on big deals. You had the entire defense. Rhodes, Hitman, Everson Griffin, Linval Joseph, Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks, Daniil Hunter. Nice. And then on offense, you had Diggs, Thielen. Uh, I mean, you had Kirk. You had Delvin Cook got an extension. Literally the only guy who didn't get an extension was Trey Waynes. The only guy we couldn't afford. I'm sorry, Trey Waynes. See you later. Oh. And, and he was out of the league three yeah, years later. Which was the right call, apparently. And then, But now, right now, we only have... Brian O'Neill, TJ Hawkinson, and then it's like Bradbury, Josh Oliver, uh, Josh Metellus, who makes like $2 million. Yeah. There are no, like signing Kirk, even to that crazy, which I don't think is real, the two-year $90 million, $45 million this year, 45 next. Like the way they would structure that, I'm sure it wouldn't be $45 cap hits. Say we have to give them a $35 cap hit. We can easily get to like $80 million in space this offseason. So I don't really... Does money matter to us as fans if it's not hurting the building of the team? What no. do we give a shit? No. So yeah, as long as we can put a roster around Kirk, which was like Zimmer's gripe about Kirk is he couldn't put it, the roster around him. It's like because you were paying eleven other guys, yeah, like ten million dollars. It sort of was, and they kind of did it honestly. Like that was a pretty good fucking roster. You yeah. had two great receivers. You paid your running back. You paid your quarterback. You paid like nine out of 11 guys on defense, you know? So it's like, now is kind of the perfect time to burn a bunch of money on. I know there's the Jefferson contract and there's going to be a Darsaw contract, but that's like it. We, and that's also part of the problem of why our defense sucks. because We have no one to pay. I was just going to say that like, that that's a good thing, but it's also a really bad thing because that means that the well is dry. Yeah, it is. Like it's it's it kind of is. Like if you don't pay Daniel Hunter and you let him leave, and he's another one that if you do extend him, you actually can cancel out some of his dead money. So it's in our it's in our like best wishes, best what's best that? uh interest. Best interest, that's the phrase I wanted. To re sign him. But other than him, who's like a young up and comer? Josh Mattel's already signed an extension, a short one. Ivan Pace is on our first Bin year. Bynum? Cam Bynum? Yeah, he's still not going to get paid that much. So like, He's going to get Metellus money, two yeah. for six. So back up the Brinks truck to Jefferson. Give Kirk whatever he wants for two years. I mean, don't give him whatever he wants. But like, we really don't need to be pinching pennies here because we have plenty of pennies. Nope. Like, don't. That's how you could maybe sign him to a one-year or two-year deal by being like, we'll give you more to not have something long-term. And let's not act like... Quasi and company does don't know this, and yeah. like I think things are gonna happen, and they that's why they probably looked at this situation and went like, all right, well we can move a little money around here, do this little competitive rebuild thing, see what happens, because after two years, if it ain't working, 
we can open up to about 80 million and then shape this roster how we think it should. I, yeah, I don't think they get enough credit for how they've like re like we now have cap flexibility. Nobody gives them credit because they all look at Quasi's first draft. They look at his draft and the fact that we still have Kirk, so it's like, oh, they didn't rebuild because they kept the quarterback. Even though, what are they, like one starter? Harrison Smith is like the only defensive. Harrison Smith and Hunter. Everyone else on defense is new from when they took over Zimmer's defense. I don't think there's a single other player that I can think of. Uh, If you count count Wanham. Wanham. Okay, there's another one. Yeah, who's... I mean, after this offseason, Wanam and Hunter could also be gone. So just be hit. Hitman could be gone. It could be an entire new defense in two years. And people are like, oh, they just keep running it back. How the fuck do we keep running it back? People because keep saying Because Kirk. And, you know, they re- recognize players from last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. Even at the end of Spielman's run, they were like, oh, they keep running it back. And we would cut, like, Linval Joseph, Eric Kendricks. Like, all these dudes. Like, we're not... Yeah, we're signing vets. Like, we signed Patrick Peterson, or we signed, like... And even last year, okay, we brought in Davenport. We brought in uh, Byron Murphy. But well, you're not going to just not try. Or maybe that's what they want. Just, like, literally just have the worst players ever and lose every game. I don't know. Don't spend money and lose... Don't spend any money. But it's like... Whatever. Do you think that's why Ziggy bought the team is fucking yeah. line his pockets? He and- probably... Like, Quasi's probably like, hey, I can get us into a great cap spot in two years, and I can also try to compete. Oh, look at that. I went 13-4. and four. Oops. Oh. Sorry, I hosted a playoff game. My Oops, bad. I went seven and ten, but my quarterback died. Yeah, my quarterback blew his Achilles as we looked like we were peaking and going to be an actual like threat to you know make something happen in the NFC. But yeah, so like right now, I think we have thirty million ish. If you restructure anyone that really can, you could easily get to like sixty. And then there's those extension guys, Kirk, Marcus Davenport, and Daniel Hunter that can actually. If you sign them back, you can gain like another fifteen million cap space. So like, I saw Doogie today though said it doesn't sound like we have any interest in bringing Davenport back though. Yeah, I was. Well, let's, let's talk about Davenport. Would you bring him back? Pretend you didn't hear that. No, 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 no. no. I mean, if it's for half as much as we gave him this past year, because what was it like one for nine? Yeah, with, a, so if with was, some dead money this year. Yeah, so if it was one for four and a half, one he for five. ain't getting one for nine after that last year's performance. Yeah, so like. the whole year again. I mean, so even like one for four and a half might even like on the steep side. But yeah, I mean, I'd bring him back. The thing is right? like when he played, he was a difference maker. Oh. He never played. Was which that is, Carolina when he destroyed? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's the game he actually got hurt. But he was doing good. The game before, I think, is when he did really well. Okay. But. His biggest problem and why he got a one-year deal was because he's always hurt. So I think the biggest thing would be, and this is maybe why he said they don't want to bring him back, is I feel like there were some rumblings that he just really wasn't putting in the work to get back. Okay. Like it wasn't like he was itching to get back on the field. Again, who knows if that's true, if that's just like a bunch of people just mad that he's not out there, you know, like casual fan will be like, I was watching the game, the Raiders game with my dad. And Jefferson got hit in the back, you know? Yep. And then he's like, this is like the biggest game of the year. Why isn't he out there? I'm like, well, he's hurt. You think he just doesn't want to be yeah. out there? And then like a quarter later, like he's going to the hospital. And I was like, that's why he's not in the game. Because he's on his way to the hospital. Yeah. But there are players that I feel like are sort of like, I'm banged up. You know, can't get in there. But like clearly not a Jefferson. But Davenport, I don't know the guy. Maybe that's what he's known for. And now if you're saying they don't want to bring him back, maybe internally they're like, this guy just doesn't have the fire. Like he good player wants, when he's there. Yeah, he wants to get paid. Yeah, and if he's hurt, he's not going to like rehab hard. Yeah. to get back. He's not going to play rehab. through pain. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna 
he's going to coast. He's going to do the, the bare minimum. So if they decide not to bring him back because of that, then that's totally fine, which it sounds like is the case. I would be fine risking another $3 million, $4 million. Yeah. If that isn't the case. Like, if they're like, oh, his, his what was his hamstring or what was it? Ankle? Ankle, yeah. right? Like, oh, his ankle just really didn't I feel heal. like everything hurt on him. <laughs> Maybe that's it. He's like, it hurts all over. I don't know, guys. They're like, you look fine. I can't, I can't get in there, coach. It's the ankle. Yeah. It's right. It hurts right here. You're grabbing your other ankle now. Uh, yeah, like, I think he's very talented, but I, I, I don't see him coming back. Um, and maybe that's why the Saints didn't move on from him too. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, ah, oh, he it's, when he's hurt, he does the bare minimum. Yeah. It sucks because I think he was a good fit as like a big body. We just we lack that interior pass rusher. You know, he could go out edge, but then he could also slide. Yeah, down. He was like 280, 275, yeah, 280. A, he was a big guy, so um I feel so like stronger than I thought too. Like yeah, was that was the thing. He was like yeah, he was that bull rush like interior guy that we just don't have. Um Another, we'll stick with the defense, Deal Hunter. I think we both want to bring him back. Yeah, I want to bring him back. I'd say I am probably probably 40% on us actually bringing him back. Me too. I think there's a team out there that's going to pay him good money. and As they should. Like As much as I would... I don't want to be the highest bidder, I think, for him. Because I do think we are in sort of a competitive rebuild where like what's he 30 yeah 29 30 29 yeah. like is someone gonna give him like a five-year deal do, do i think he's he's probably gonna age well i'd want to give him four I yeah think. i think five is the nah i guess yeah i guess i'd be comfortable going five because you know that last year's not even gonna be guaranteed anyways yeah and then he's another guy that you can cancel out seven and a half million of this year's dead money so and like, that fourth year is probably only half guaranteed at most and who are we paying that's where i keep like we're gonna have to sign some players or draft really well like uh, honestly we're gonna have to have andrew booth pick it up and lewis seen because that whole draft class ain't gonna get paid yeah that's a lot of money you save on having a terrible draft (laughs) yeah like no one's getting paid we haven't signed like what's the biggest agent we signed Byron Murphy? Yeah, and he's like, he's literally, his after the season, he's his, his a void year, and that's it. He's another one you, you could extend and lower his cap at this year. And I, I don't know if people liked him or not. I liked him. I thought he was fine. I think he was amazing, but we didn't have a lot of good corners. I'd keep him. Yep. Extend him. So they, they, we don't have, we just don't have, any, like, Darasai's got to get paid. JJ's got to get paid. Can you name another player? Ty Chandler's going to want to get paid sooner. <laughs> That's the best we got. The rest of our linemen, like, we don't have a left guard right now. Ed Ingram's not getting paid. Brian O'Neill's already paid. Yeah, Garrett, On Brad defense, Bar- Garrett Bradbury's got two years left, and, I mean... Yeah, at that point, you probably, yeah, just let him go, you know? Yeah, so... Defense, so that's nobody, where it's like, defense why not, nobody's getting paid. That's the thing, we except don't... Except Daniil. Yeah, that's, so why not pay him, right? Like... It's okay to have one 30-year-old that's getting some money. Yeah. I don't think it's... it's Again, it's if not, it keeps us from building a team, then, yeah, it's a problem. But I don't think it's at all... You can't, he's going to pull a plug on something. Or, pre- cats or, or press a button. Yeah, just sit down. Uh, yeah, I just don't know like how... like We're going to build through the draft. We're not going to go... like I don't. So he'd be the only 30-year-old on defense, and Kirk would be the only 30-year-old on offense. So yeah. you'd be paying... Two 30-year-olds money. And then the rest of it would be younger guys. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Like the Especially end of the Zimmer run, we like half our team was 29, 30, 31. Like, and it was a good team that was time to pay them. Like I don't disagree with like 
than what they did. They made their run. It got old. The defense fell off the map because that whole group, which was a great group, ended up you know aging out basically. And I love re-signing our own guys because yeah. like you draft them, you develop them. They're good. Why go find somebody else? Exactly. But we're like we're at like the beginning of that process right now. Like when when that when Zimmer came in post the Frazier and all that chili and all that nonsense. Like you know they built their team. Frazier never really built a team, and then Zimmer came in and. He slowly built that defense up, and he, you know, like, honestly got kind of lucky that he found Thielen and Diggs yeah. late because he Spilling. never really tried. I mean, Treadwell was the one shot they took at a receiver. Oh. Um, and then that team ran its course, and that team is done. And now, like, who is the core pieces of this team? It's Jefferson, Addison, Darasaw, O'Neal. But, the, like, most of them, a lot of them aren't getting paid yet. They will get paid, and no one on even is getting paid. So... Now's the time to pay guys. So pay Daniel Hunter. Who cares? It's, it's great because you can pay these guys, Kirk and Daniel, and then as the new good players come along, yeah. to ready when they're about to get paid, Daniel and Kirk's contract will be done or getting over. With. Yeah, especially Kirk. Like he'll he'll be out of here in two years. And also, we have a hundred and fifty million next year. Like Money's not a problem, so we gotta just pay Daniel Hunter. Give him a little something. Yeah. What's the problem here? Don't make it hurt you, like you said. Like, make it time up so as he's sort of done. That's when Addison's getting his contract, or whoever we draft this year's getting a contract, or maybe one of these random Darius's contract starts to really. Hit, yeah, yeah. You know? You're starting to really hit the middle of like Hawkinson's contract and stuff like that. So Daniel Hunter, we're both on board. Both think probably not though. Probably not, but I hope I'm wrong. Uh, the more you talk about who are we going to spend money on, the more I'm like, well, I think we're going to get on too bad. I'm up to 42%. 42%. And also, it's literally we're incentivized to get him back because it will cancel out what we already have to pay him. Like, he is, he is we are going to have to pay him and have a cap charge if he leaves our team regardless. So I think technically he's already been paid. We just haven't been the, charged for it. Yeah, it's the, it's, it's, it's the pending the, the credit book. card charge. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to hurt us from signing someone, even though we have $50 million. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Hicks? Uh, I mean, I'd take him back. Without knowing who, is, who he's going to be replaced with, I'd take him back. I'd absolutely take him back. Again, small deal. Like, you know, he's, yeah. I don't think he's getting a big contract. Why not fill that void with a veteran? I'm not saying don't draft someone to replace him. But I was sort of like, like when we go through our checklist... It's like set a decent like floor floor, so then when you go into the draft, you can kind of just do whatever you want. Draft best player, you know, like don't don't have a gaping hole. You know, I feel like Spielman did that a couple of times. Or like the Treadwell draft, it was like we have to get a receiver. Yeah. Like, well, that's not great. You don't want to do that to yourself. Or even honestly, the Ponder draft, I felt like it was like they're going quarterback. They have to go. Yeah. Quarterback. Like what? What else are they gonna do? So I bring him back. I feel like he. I mean, I feel like he was a leader. He was captain. Uh, he played really well in the scheme. Yeah, and he played. I don't really. He didn't play much at the end of the year because he of that got injured. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that was it. Was like an emergency surgery. Yeah, Com- compartment syndrome or whatever. And then he fought to come back and play, unlike Marcus Davenport. So you know, interesting. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he was captain, like he said. So yeah, goes to show. And the thing is, if you do right now under contract for our front seven, is like Harrison Phillips. Because I don't even know at the end of the year who was our three down lineman on a on a normal basis. Bullard, free agent, Tonga, 
free agent. Phillips. Okay, Phillips is under contract. And then both your edges are going to be free agents, Wanham and Hunter. And then Jordan Hicks is a free agent. So you basically have Ivan Pace and Harrison Phillips. The entire secondary signed. And Patrick Jones. Yeah, he wasn't a starter though. <laughs> yeah, so, but well, that's who will be. Yeah, that's who will be starting <laughs> if you don't address it. So like, you got to fill some of these holes either with your own guys, with outside free agents, or the draft. So like, why not just bring Jordan Hicks back? Did we lose Villain off the practice squad? God, I don't know. I feel like we did to the Panthers. Still after Andre he Carter. had a couple. I'll answer. So it's pa- Andre <laughs> Carter and Patrick Jones off the edge. Oh. Yeah, that's that needs to be addressed. Yes, it definitely does. Unless Andre Carter turned turned out to be really good. Yeah, he feels like a three year project. That Andre yeah. Carter, he's very very uh, skinny. Uh, so we're both on board Hicks back. I would say he's of these guys. I think he's. I feel like he's likely to come back. What's well, gonna get like one year four million? Yeah, like, who gives a I shit? feel like the price is gonna be right for him. Yeah, and I think he liked the scheme, and he, I'm sure they like the organization. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't. Uh, Dalton Risner. He'll be back. Get that guy back. What an interview. You know, just a great guy. Uh, I, love, I love me some Dalton. Sign him to like a three-year deal, too. I mean, he's better than Bradbury. We signed him to a multi-year deal. You know what kind of is annoying, though, is you watch like the Niners, not even the Niners, the Lions, and how kind of dominant their offensive line is. And you watch us, and it's not the same. Yeah. We're, we're like sort of like middle. But we're kind of locked into middle. Like, Darasaw's really good. O'Neal's really good. Bradbury, Ingram, Brisner, solid. But like I feel like as a group they're just like slightly above average, which is fine. But you just don't have that dominant physical, like moving company. You kind of got a bunch of solid guys. Yeah, know. you don't have Taylor Decker, Jonah yeah, Jackson, Frank Ragnow, Frank Ragnow, Penae Sewell. Yeah, those guys are some dudes. Yeah. They're like they're clearing holes. Our guys are just sort of like keeping people all right. Like oh, Kirk's fine. Brad, Bradbury's sneaking up to the second level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not sure that works anymore. Sometimes he gets lost by a linebacker. It's like, oh, that linebacker is bigger than my son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't do QB sneaks because Brad Reeves 140 pounds. Uh, it is sort of just like, – In his defense, he was a tight end. Yeah. <laughs> First-round center. It, like, it's – it's you're kind of locked in, though, because your tackles are good. Bradbury's re-signed. Ed Ingram seems to have improved enough, and they like him enough that I think he's going to stay the right guard spot. And then – I mean, unless you're willing to go spend a first-round pick on a guard. Unless you hit on what you think is going to be a depth piece in the draft and he just overtakes Brad yeah, Barry. Yeah, go find like him. that. Wasn't Jason Kelsey like a third-round pick? Like, yeah. You get lucky. I mean, even like John Sullivan was like a sixth-rounder or whatever. Like maybe we haven't – when's the last Matt time – Matt Burke we, was a seventh-rounder. Yeah, when's the last time we hit on a late-round lineman? Ooh, it's been a long time. Because what? Like, Darasaw, Khalil, like, Floatho was a second-rounder. Yeah. Center we was signed, John, John Sullivan, I we guess. We signed Hutchinson. Yeah. It's been that a would while. be nice. That would be nice. But like right now, I'm not burning a high pick on a guard when our defense is literally devoid of talent. If I'm doing a high pick on offense, it's got to be quarterback. So bring back Dalton Reisner. Offensive line was above average. It's not going to be the biggest strength of your team. But the only thing is, too, like how do you fix our shitty run game? Maybe it's scheme. I don't know. Like maybe we need to go away from. Speed. Maybe we need a better offensive line. That's the thing. Maybe that is the problem. <laughs> but how do you solve that? Because they're they're not. It's got to be a little of both. Uh, maybe it was Alexander Madison. Maybe it wasn't uh, O'Connell sticking to the run at times. I mean, Sean McVay and the Rams literally ditched their entire wide zone scheme this year and went to a gap scheme. Like maybe we just need to like innovate, have a better innovate? Uh, yeah innovate or have a, like just have better play design for runs. I don't know. 
I don't know because I don't think the line's going to get much better. Yeah, maybe we're just maybe we have the body types to run zone, but maybe our guys just aren't zone blockers. Yeah, it, maybe they just can't. They can't get to the the to the defender in time. I feel like it's so hard to run that wide zone now when you can't like chop block and all that shit. Like I think they've made it very difficult. Yeah, that's true. Uh, some free agent guards in case you like didn't want Reisner back. Kevin Dotson, Robert Hunt. I like Hunt. Uh, Ezra Cleveland. Old friend. Ooh. To me, I would just again. I think I would just bring back Reisner. Right? Yeah. Not a not a very good no. guard class. John Runyon, Jonah Jackson is in there. Graham Glasno, both Lions guards are in there. Ooh. Um, but PFF, I'll take both them of them. PFF ranked both those guys lower than Dalton Risner. Oh, I will take one of them. Why would you want two of them? Do you want to replace that Ingram? Might as well. I mean, with with Lions offensive linemen, it sounds great. <laughs> I think that might have been more of Rag now Decker and uh, Sewell doing most of that work there. All right. Uh, All right. Agree to disagree. Do you think Dalton Risner is the most likely to resign so far that we've talked about? Or do you think Kirk? I think Jordan Hicks is Jordan the Hicks. most likely. Jordan Hicks more than Risner? Yeah. I feel like they're very similar. They're both probably not going to get paid much. They both seem to really like it here. I think we really like them as players. All we really have to do is offer them a decent contract. Yeah, and they're both positions that I feel like I'd rather just bring those two back than be like, ooh, let's get a guard in the draft or let's get a linebacker in the draft. Yeah. We have Ivan Pace. We don't need to go get some fucking rock star left guard. Just get a guy who's decent, and he was decent. And, I mean, like, if you want to replace Jordan Hicks with uh, Patrick Queen, be my guest, but I just don't see that happening. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yes. Now you've piqued my interest, yeah. sir. And I was thinking about this: like, if you can't, if you don't go Patrick Queen, you can always see what the uh, Brian Burns Avenue is. Well, he's more doing. of an edge. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like him and Daniil, him or Daniil. But you still need another inside linebacker. That, that's fine, but I'm just saying where we allocating money is. Well, yeah. You're allocating money if you get Burns and Hunter. You still got money. Bring back Jordan Hicks. Fill that force them out just fine. No problem. Can we get Queen as well? Well, then you could throw back Hicks. You don't need that guy anymore. <laughs> you got Patrick Queen. I mean, that would be... Because I don't think there's a linebacker. I mean, maybe... Are you going to draft one in the second round and be like, you're the starter? Oh. I feel like you bring back Hicks unless you do want to. Like, if maybe Flores is like, I need a guy. Like, Hicks was great and all, but I need a dude. And he is like, I want like a Patrick Queen. I want to at least try to go get him, you know? Yeah. That mean, then, then I would be, well, I mean, obviously, I'd be totally okay not getting Hicks back. Right, you, well, 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 you know, screw the middle linebacker. I like Pace. Pace, Burns, Hunter. Christian Wilkins. Let's go. That's See, that's that's where I'd rather. I personally would rather spend money on edge and interior D-line than linebacker. Yeah. Bring back Hicks. Ivan Pace looks sweet. Roll with that. I, li- I, like, I really like Pace being able to like, play the edge, too. Cause he did that as well. Yeah. I, I don't want. Him I mean, full they play time. everywhere. I, yeah, so it's I mean, like, I don't want him full time, but he, yeah. he he looks good rushing off the edge. Um, and I don't like you said that guard market didn't. There's no Patrick Queen there. Yeah, you know Robert Hunt maybe is the best one, but it's like there's, he's no Steve Hutchinson. That's yeah. For there's sure. no like the years past like Zeitler was there. Yeah. I mean Zeitler's uh, back there, but he's 39 years old or 35 or whatever. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. And like when uh, Norwell, I was just gonna say the guy that the Jag signed, Andrew Norwell, yeah. Scherf. Yeah. Oh, last year, right? Yeah. Where did he go? Jacksonville. Oh, did he? Yeah. Like, th- there's nothing like that. So yeah. Risner's the cream of the crop's not good. So he's he's one of the cream of the crop. So bring him back. Uh, KJ Osborne. No. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a no for me. Uh, I'm sure. I I think somebody had him ranked as like the uh, like 
18th best re- available receiver. But I still feel like that's like $3 million, and that's $3 million more than I'd like to pay. I, honestly, I just – he's. He, I'd rather get – I'd rather roll with somebody on a rookie deal. Yeah, I think he – I honestly thought he had a kind of a down year with like drops and stuff. I felt like he was like way less sure-handed than normal. Um, yeah. I, I'd let, let him go explore the market, see if he can get a, a wide receiver two job because he's not a wide receiver two here anymore. I And like you said, draft a guy middle rounds or sign any other Joe Blow. That's KJ Osborne. Yeah. I mean, he's just a guy, as Steve Smith would say. That's Steve yeah. Smith? Yep, that was Steve Smith. Yeah. I mean, he's no Jerry Judy, but they're both just guys. So. Uh. David Quisenberry. Some sure, of these I'd are kind of like, yeah, like, sure, minimum, uh, swing tackle, perfect. Chris Reed. Sure. Sure, take him back, whatever. Jonathan Bullard. Sure. Yep. Uh, Schlotman. Sure. Johnny Munt. Are all these guys depth guys? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'd probably yeah. take them all back. That's the thing. Greg yeah. Joseph. I'd like to look elsewhere. Yeah, that's one where it's like, it'd really be nice to not have Greg Joseph. Like, Greg Joseph is the. He's he belongs on an NFL team, but it means that your NFL team has one of the worst kickers that belong on an NFL team. He belongs on like the Bears. He belongs on a team that's not trying to win. Like all the good kickers should congregate to the good teams, and then the teams that are bad and rebuilding should go have bad kickers. Like we've just been sort of okay with mediocre kicking for far too long. Yeah. Except for when we drafted Daniel Carlson and let him get away. I mean, Blair was good until he missed. Yeah. Because his rookie year, it was him and Zerline were like... I mean, Blair Walsh hit like 15, 50-yard field goals. He was like the greatest kicker ever. Yeah. And then he misses from 27 yards But how out. many years have we had Greg Joseph? Like ever since Kai Forbath left? Yeah, so it's four years? Yeah, and it's like he's always been Greg Joseph. He's not... He's had some clutch moments. I'll give him that. Like he seems to come through in the clutch more than he does make an extra point. Yep. But he misses extra points a lot. And he misses random field goals often. Like... And maybe there's maybe most quarterback kickers are like this. And I don't care when you're missing kicks and you're like up 17 or 20, but we're never up 17 or 20. So it's always yeah. like when you're trying to scratch and claw back. Yeah. You know, when you're trying to turn it from a 10-point game into a 7-point game. It's We always play in moments. close games. So yeah. maybe we should get a kicker that's yeah. like really good. I know. I don't know. That's easier said than done because like I don't know if I have kickers on his, this. I probably don't have kickers, but. I like, just assume half of them are free agents every year. Yeah, like can we just find a decent one and just why couldn't we takes? bring in Brandon Aubrey for a fucking <sighs> yeah. uh, kickoff? Yeah, they just found a dude out of like where is he from? Like Australia or something? Or? Yeah, from I don't know. Played soccer. That's all I know. It's upsetting. Uh, we've got soccer teams. Yeah, can we just go look down at their practice field? And be like, we'll take that one. This yeah. guy can kick it. Well. Hey, you four, come with us. Yeah, yeah you can. One of you guys are about to sign a one million dollar contract. I'm sure one of you are better than Craig Joseph. <laughs> We've seen him. He's not that great. Uh, yeah, Brandon Powell. I think I'd like to bring him back. Yeah, reliable like punt returner. He could be the wide receiver three until we hopefully draft someone in like the mid round. No, or if Naylor takes a step up. Yeah, I mean, there's other receivers. Uh, Troy Die. Look at him. I, yeah, I, I think, mean, I think uh, Brian nice Flores has embraced the Troy Dye experience. <laughs> uh, James Lynch, did you remember him? Yeah, I Tore do remember his ACL him. in preseason. He was, I thought, actually showed some flashes. I'd bring him back. Hopefully I assume he, he would come back because he was injured. Hopefully he starts. I mean, we're going to need some DTs, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, and then it's like Tonga. All those guys, like you said, it's like they're just depth guys. Oh. 
You bring him back. Acres is an RFA. Break Plano is an RFA. So uh, all those dudes we'd bring back. I think the, the only one we really weren't super high in bringing back was KJ Osborne. Did we talk about DJ Wanham? No, we didn't. Would you bring him back? What was his injury? Was it was bad? Pack. I'm going to look just so we have the right information here for the people. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know exactly what he's going to get paid, but... Quad. Quad. Ooh. I feel like he's not going to get paid because of that injury and because I would assume most of the people figured it was schemed up sacks and stuff. So if we can get him back for a relatively reasonable deal because of the injury and he's kind of sort of like, well, I might as well just come back on a one-year deal to rehab my injury and try to have a good season, and then, like, I would bring him back. Yeah. Again, we don't even have bodies in the front seven. We got holes everywhere. So that sort of, like, I don't know when he would come back, but that sort of sets the floor again. Like, I would much rather him be the third edge that, like, comes in sparingly. Yeah, I don't, not, I don't like, want him. your number two guy. I don't know if he was supposed to be because I'm pretty sure Davenport was going to play that for yeah. most of it. Maybe he slides inside sometimes, but... I don't think they looked at Wanham as like, oh, you're going to be our guy who plays 98% of snaps. Yeah, and he's and he did like play well, but I mean, I wouldn't pay him as a starter. And I think if you sign him to be your starter, you're only signing him as a stopgap. Is that a little like Ray Edwardsy? Like, I feel like when Ray Edwards got that deal with I think Atlanta, Atlanta. we were all like, yeah, I wouldn't have done that. That seemed like it. That was a, that was a bad contract for someone that sort of overachieved in his contract year. Yeah. Um, I don't think Ray Edwards really cared about football much. I think Wanham does, so maybe that's better. But. Yeah, I think Ray Edwards cared about money. Yeah. Did he become like a boxer yeah. or something? Yeah. yeah. So so Ray Edwards really cared about money and beating the shit out of people. I mean, he had a hell of a game against the Dallas Cowboys in that divisional round. Yeah. That, was, that was his like number one. And then that was his free agent year, too, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 He left right after that. Uh, I think that's when Brian Robeson got to be a starter. Yeah. Which... Yeah, Spielman back in the day was just churning DNs. It was like nobody's business. Um, all right, so if you look at our roster, and if let's say you re-sign Kirk, you re-sign Delton Risner. Offense is pretty much set. I mean, it sucks you don't have Hawkinson to start the year, but Josh Oliver's solid. You got two wide receivers. You got, Del, uh, I guess, Ty Chandler. I guess running back would be your biggest like running question back. mark. The thing that's annoying is that Alex Xander Madison, is, you can't really cut him and save any money, so he's probably going to be here. So it'll be him, Ty Chandler. Do you draft someone? Do you... I think he drafts someone. Just draft a guy. Let you draft someone. And, like it. you might end Third up with round. like Kareem Hunt or someone, like as some well. vet to to battle with him. Yeah. Um, but offense is basically done. Defense, you need two edges, a linebacker, two defensive tackles, and then I'm sure people want to upgrade the corner situation because while they're all the same guys coming back, I don't think it was that great. Um, but if you brought back Hunter and Jordan Hicks, that marks off two. Do they spend on a Christian Wilkins? I know we both really like him. We liked him. I think we I think we had a podcast when he was coming out of Oh, yeah. We had a big podcast. Christian Wilkins guy. Yeah. We should look at my draft board from then and see how high he was. I bet you he was top 10. I think he was top 10 for top both Top five, of us. maybe? I don't even know. He might have been top five. It just goes to show you how long we've needed a pass rushing DT because I don't think we've filled that need in at least four years. Yeah. Remember, we, we've had a podcast since Kirk's been our quarterback. Right. That's always our starting yep. point. Okay. So after the NFC title game, and then we got Kirk, and then it started. Well, we gotta keep Kirk around. Yep. <laughs> um, so you get like a Wilkins. Now that Matabuke from the Ravens is a free agent. Chris Jones is a free agent. A little older, but the probably the best pass rushing interior guy besides uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah. 
like would they spend on that or i mean there's also like you said brian burns if you go edge i think there's a josh allen edge yep um I thought there was one other one, too. Oh, Daniel Hunter was the other one. I, I had Chase Young, but I don't know. He doesn't really try. No, yeah, I saw that. He's, like, jogging and everything. <laughs> yeah, and that it's one like, touchdown, he sort of just like, oh, shoot, I should probably hustle. Yep. Oh, never mind. At uh, least I'm moving towards the ball. <laughs> yeah. On tape, it'll look like I'm running, right? <laughs> mm, not so much. Uh, but I feel like a good year for defensive tackles. If it's Chris Jones, Justin Matabuki, and Christian Wilkins. Now, I don't know if they'll hit the market or if they'll get tagged or whatever, but... And then Josh Allen, Brian Burns, or bring back Hunter too. I think you got to sign one of these top. Maybe you do go Patrick Queen, like one of these top defensive players. Hopefully, one that's relatively young. It's one thing with Wilkins; he's twenty-eight. Matabuki is only twenty-six. Is Brian Wilkins Burns is really twenty-eight. Yeah, he must have been an older prospect. Must have been. Yeah. That's crazy. But if you sign one of those guys and then draft one with your first pick, I mean, I feel like your defense is somewhat now like. On the upswing a little bit as far as talent. I feel like Wilkins being 28 kind of takes him out of the timeline potentially. Yeah, I mean, a, a little bit. Before your deal, you're probably still going to be valuable through that contract. But yeah, like I feel like that makes me lead more to Matabuke with the yeah. Ravens. Like 26, four year deal. I mean, you're still in your prime when that's over. Yeah, and like it's scary because like Matabuke is, is he really good? One year wonder. Or is the Ravens' defense just awesome? And it's like, well, let Matabuke beat you because we've got to worry about everyone else. Well, and that's a huge thing, too, with the Ravens is I feel like they usually just let their guys go, and then they just keep churning out guys that produce. And oh. a lot of times the people leave the Ravens, and they're not as good outside of the Ravens. Except, like, Judon. I See, I thought Judon was a guy where it's like, oh, like he's on the Ravens. Yep. But then he goes and blows up with well, the Well, you know what? Maybe they just let good players go because Zarius Smith left there. I think they just let good players go. And they go. just create new ones. They just It's they just usually them. because they draft players before yeah. they need players. They're just a really good organization. Yeah. Like, they, they've got Odafe Owe, who, like, hardly plays. Maybe yeah. he's not good, though. Well, I'm sure once they let you know someone go, he'll slide right in and be amazing yeah. somehow. Um, I think you got to spend on one really good defensive guy that is somewhat young. How old's Patrick? That's Queen? not your own, right? Like, yeah, Patrick. You're Queen's not counting Hunter, even if you resign him. No, it's because I don't really count Hunter because he's 29. Also, yeah. like I think you need to add. Again, we have. It's crazy. It feels like Hunter's been around for so much longer than like Christian yeah. Wilkins. Well, he was super. Well, he has been. But he's, he's a year older. Yeah, I don't, and it says twenty twenty nine. Maybe it's like Hunter's almost going to turn thirty. I'm oh, not really okay. sure. But Hunter was like twenty or twenty one when we drafted him, and I bet you Christian Wilkins was like twenty four when he got drafted. So it just sort of changes yeah. that. Um, yeah, I just yeah. I mean, if you get one of them, or look, I mean, Jalen Johnson. I feel like the Bears are going to tag him. A lot of people yeah. want in Winfield. Yeah, I think which would be fucking awesome. But how do you? I don't know how you justify paying Winfield when you have Bynum, Hitman, and Metellus unless you cut Hitman. And even then, like you're going to pour more resources into safety when you don't have up anything front up front. Anything up front. Like, unless you re-sign all the guys you had last year, you are literally you have no nothing up there except for Harrison Phillips and Ivan Pace. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how that works. He's 25 and he's awesome and he's Winfield's kid. Like. It all makes sense. It would be glorious, yeah. but it just... Is the number 26 available? <laughs> Who has 26? Is that a running back? Yeah, yeah. in Wongwu? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. He'll give it up. In free agent. <laughs> what number is Winfield 31? Oh. 
Who has that? Cam Akers. Okay, okay. Hmm. He'll be gone. Yeah, he probably will be with a torn Achilles or whatever it was. Again. Yeah. I mean, could you find a way to make Winfield work? Like, at that point, you're definitely done with Lewisine. Yeah. Which maybe they already are. But if you did cut Hitman, we do roll with three safeties. Like, that is a thing. And Winfield's interchangeable yeah. with any safety. He would be like another Metellus. Cam Bynum would be your guy who's probably deep more often. But Winfield and Metellus would be like literally Swiss Army knives. I mean, God damn it, it would be cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not against that at all. Because he, he also like plays nickel, too. So yeah. You don't have to Helps worry about the corner spot it, yeah. a little bit. Um, I think I might be on this Winfield train. I mean, yeah, we're we're really talking. I mean, you had me at Antoine Winfield Jr. <laughs> and now I my interest is peaked. Well, you know what kind of was funny is that we didn't. We wanted him in that draft, but I feel like we we went corner because corner was the bigger need. And then within a year, it was already like, shoot, we do need a safety now. Obviously, that got kind of filled because Bynum became a good player in Metellus, but it's it's. You don't want to go take a shittier corner or a shittier linebacker because you need. That's why more. you just get good players. Yeah, like they'll figure it out. I feel like in four that, safeties. Can Brian Flores roll with four safeties? Of I bet he, he could. Can. Of course he can. They're of, all athletes. That's all he needs is athletes. Positionless football. Positionless football. Winfield can cover, right? Sure can. Get Winfield. Get Christian Wilkins. Draft Dallas Turner. Rock and roll. That defense is on the upswing. I mean, I know people want to just tear our team down, but it's, I mean, is signing a 25-year-old player, is that against the rules of tanking, or is that allowed? No, you're running it back. That's running it back. That's running okay. it back. Okay, so you should just sign terrible players, yeah. have $200 million of cap space. Yes. Or, wait, no, you should trade all your players. Like, Jefferson, you should trade him. Yes. Because you could get a draft pick that then could come Jefferson, who you could then trade again. Yes. And well, Jefferson might become a quarterback. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. So everything, you just take, just trade all your players to get picks to take quarterbacks. Yes. Okay. And then one day you'll get that quarterback. With nothing around him. Right. And he probably will only be as good as Kirk because the math says that he probably won't be Mahomes. Yep. So then you'll just want to get rid of him right away because he's not a winner. Yeah. Well, remember, he won't have any offensive line to yeah, protect right, him. right. Or anybody right. to throw to. Right. Or a defense to hold the lead if he But this is a one. proven theory. This works all the time. Yes. The Chiefs definitely did it to build their friend, like dynasty, right? Well, they no, tanked hard for Patrick Mahomes. No, they actually traded up from the 26 or 27 oh, spot oh. together. But the Niners, they tanked, right? They, did, they didn't, you know. No, they actually traded up to take uh, Trey Lance at number three right, overall right, and right, right, fell right, into right. Brock Purdy in the But the Patriots draft. dynasty, that was definitely a tank job. No, they they fell into Tom Brady in the sixth round. Oh, I guess did they tank for Drew Bledsoe? No, they took him with a high pick, right? Yeah, but I mean, did they technically tank for Peyton? Or did Manning? they just? Or did they just suck? Well, that's that's the thing. But did they suck because they didn't try? You know, well, it's, they it's, had Jim Harbaugh on their team. They definitely tried. <laughs> they thought they were good and they were just bad, which is what happens a lot, I feel like. Yes. That's the problem, with too, with even trying. Like, oh, we'll, we'll just be bad this year. It's like, well, fuck. Well, the Panthers organization exists. Yeah. There was that plan. <laughs> they got the first pick. I feel like the best example of tanking is probably, did the, would you say the Bengals for, the, for Burrow? Who was their quarterback? Dalton? Dalton. No, they liked Dalton. Dalton got hurt. Okay, well, they got lucky, which is what happens to a lot the of these people. The Browns are the last team to, like, you could say tanked, and they ended up taking Baker Mayfield yeah. over Josh Miami, Allen. I think you could say, I mean, Brian Flores yep. did the best he could to make him, and they ended up with Tua because... Should have taken Herbert. Should have taken Herbert, which... 
which is like I'm, I'm you know a lot of people be like oh look at the Stroud and the Texans you know well they're lucky they won their last game because they would have taken Bryce Young no oh. so I don't I really want to know like did they have Stroud higher I don't know it oh. with what fucking lunatic owner of the Panthers was saying uh, Tepper that they were gonna trade up to the one oh, that's to right. take Bryce Young. And then they think, then they backed out of it or something. I think they decided ah, we like them both similar enough. And then they got the offer from the Bears, and it or was it the Bears? Yeah, no the, no the Bears. It was going to be a three team deal where the Panthers were going to go to two, the Texans were going to go to one, and the Bears were going to fall back. Okay. And then the Texans backed out of it. And so they, maybe they were like these two are close enough. We're not going to give up assets, but like you don't even contemplate trading up unless you like young more yeah right like and that was like everyone liked pretty much like young more i mean i think i had shout over oh, fuck you I honestly, Most, I, let's just say the majority i think i did you probably did listening. you probably did <laughs> but yeah i just i don't the whole but yeah no the consensus yeah. was bryce young number one it's just sort of like drafting just draft well and have a good organization. Like Detroit did not get good this year because they tanked. Because they've been tanking for 50 years. They've drafted higher than anybody every time. They got Joey Harrington, Calvin Johnson, Charles Rogers, Roy Williams, Mike like, Williams. It, and it never turned into anything until they got a, a competent coach and a competent GM, and their owner was is good now. Like now, what they did, they didn't they didn't tank for a quarterback. They traded for Jared Goff. Who was like an it was he was a, a money uh, yeah it was to get Stafford off the team really yeah. and to get some picks it which can, is, it canceled some money out yeah and like he was a distressed asset that they like turned into a, a you know a better thing but then they hammered on those picks they got Penny Sewell they got Jameer Gibbs they got you know like they hit like every pick Amon Ross St Brown like you don't need to draft at the top of the second to get Amon Ross St Brown in the third yeah in the fourth yeah well, yeah wherever the hell it was like you just need to pick the right player so I don't I don't know. Sure, does it like help your chances to get Joe Burrow if you have the first pick? Yeah, but it also increased the chance of getting Stroud. I don't know. Yeah, and like, yeah. I I just the Lions I, just drafted well. So yeah, you, I mean, everyone was taught like everyone dogged their draft this last year because they took Gibbs in the first and Jack Campbell in the, the first. It was the positions: yep. linebacker, tight end, running back, and then safety Brian Branch yep. in the second as well. How he fell to the second though, what a I, joke. I have no idea, but. But yeah, all positions that like you know the experts or whoever would be like those are low value positions, and they were but they were able to take them because they've over the last thirty years been able to build the roster. So they so they were able to take like positions of like yeah like yeah like sort of like like luxury picks luxury picks yeah. Well, I mean, they spent all their picks building their offensive line, you know, and then they were like, okay, cool, what are we going to get now? Let's get Jameer Gibbs. Did you see that? Apparently, we love Jameer Gibbs. Oh, I did not Doogie see that. was saying that that we were—I don't know if we would have considered taking him in the first, but we were—we were big fans. So I bet we would have taken. him I in could the first. see us doing that because, like, it certainly wasn't like we loved Madison and his plotting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even hate hate that because, like, I love Addison, and I don't know if I would trade Addison for Gibbs, but like, I think the impact would be very similar. Yeah, like hundred percent. And then re-sign Osborne and be like, okay, yeah, our, our wide receiver two is not like amazing. 
But now we have an electric running back who can catch the ball. Like I don't totally hate and that I mean, idea. In this draft, you is another deep wide receiver draft. So yeah, like, could have taken one this year. And at eleven, like potentially, if you wanted to go that route, like Odunze or uh, Malik Neighbors might be around. I feel like they're both going to be gone. But then you go to you the could, later later in the rounds, and you've got like Troy Franklin, Brian um, Thomas, Brian Thomas. Uh, who's the kid from Washington or Texas? Not Adonai Mitchell, the other one. I don't know his name, She's but really it's good. a very deep draft for receivers. And also, yeah, we pick eleven. You could even if like you wanted neighbors or Adunze, and you didn't think they're, you could trade for like seven, yeah. and you could probably get one. So I'm gonna be really upset if we traded for Hawkinson and Brock Bowers is sitting there at eleven. I don't know if I I would rather trade. I would rather use a second on a tight end than use my. 11th yeah, pick. but Brock Bowers is... He's, he's pretty awesome. It's interesting. This draft is so... The first, like, 10 picks are going to be all offense. There's the three quarterbacks, at least. I mean, I don't know. Maybe by the end of this draft process, all of a sudden, there'll be four quarterbacks. At least two tackles. Yep, two tackles are ridiculously good. Three receivers are very good. Oh, so that's eight. Yeah. And Brock Bowers is nine. And Brock Bowers so is nine. So the 10th pick is the first time I think anyone would... Like, and, and I think and, there's, like, two or three offensive linemen still potentially... Yeah. And I feel like the way the teams line up, too, it's like, I don't know if anyone's taking a defensive player until 10 or us, which is sweet because we need defense. And it's like, okay, good. Take receivers. Take these guys. We'll take, you know, Dallas Turner or Jared Verse or, I don't know. Kool-Aid McKinstry. Yeah, one of the corners, Arnold or something. But Jerzon Newton, Byron Murphy. Yeah, look at that Byron Murphy. Terry and Arnold's good. So, like, we should get our pick of any defensive player it's, it's kind of a weird draft but what do you all these people are talking about us trading up you know like it's kind of like we'll do whatever it takes to trade up do you think that any of those top three teams are going to be interested in trading down yeah i do i but, but you and honestly i think all three of them really could potentially have because i feel like right now my biggest sticking point with this whole like we're willing to sell the farm to trade up is i just feel like it's going to go quarterback 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 and we're not even get a chance yeah I, which is fucking annoying like, why couldn't the, like, who's a team that... Why couldn't the Panthers not trade the number one overall pick to the Bears? God, they would probably take Caleb Williams and ditch Bryce Young. 100%. Yeah, that's true. Why couldn't, um, I'm trying to think who else, like, the Chargers. Couldn't they stumble a little more and finish with the first pick and then be, like, actively, like, come and get it? Yeah. Like, basically, the Bears were last year. Uh, this year, it's, like, all teams that, well, you have the Bears, who I think they're going to take Caleb, right? I think so, too. Like, I feel like that's what they're going to do. And they're going to trade Justin Fields, and hopefully they don't get a high pick for him. Like, I feel like they're trying to build their coaching staff to, like, support Caleb Didn't they Williams. interview Kingsbury or... Yeah. For OC? So yeah, like, I think they hired Shane Waldron. Okay, um, the Seattle guy? Yeah. Yeah. Which I uh, think I think I like that. Yeah. I, I think it just makes sense for them to, like... It's like, I think we've seen enough of Fields. He's... His highs are really high... His lows are pretty bad, and he's very inconsistent. Like yeah. you're on, going take to get one. both of them in the same game. Yeah, reset the clock on your quarterback contract. Go with this new guy. He was always. I mean, Kilburn is a way better prospect than Justin Fields was. I mean, Justin Fields fell to like eleven or whatever for a reason. Oh. So they take Caleb Williams. Now you have Washington. They didn't have a fucking coach yet because they were flying to go meet Ben Johnson, and he told them to get fucked. Yeah, that's. Wild. Uh, I just. I, that's one where I guess you could talk me into. Them being like, hey, now's not the time for the quarterback. Now's the time to get a bunch of picks. Yeah. Um, I think the Patriots, too. new owner. I feel like the Patriots is the one that I could see being like, we're not going to take a quarterback. Marvin Harrison is sitting here. Like, 
are you out of your mind? Like Marvin Harrison is a monster. And then you get to a team that has the a quarterback, Cardinals. the Cardinals, who would be like, well, now they just took Marvin Harrison. Where can we go in the draft? I mean, they might... They might want neighbors or Odunze, but I can see them going, well, fuck it. Let's trade back. Yep. Let's gain the assets. Now we've got an extra pick next year yeah. where, I mean, we'll take whatever we want and we'll take a receiver in the second. Like you said, it's pick. still deep. You might miss out on those like blue chip number one, you know, the top threes. But there's a Bowers might be sitting yeah. there at 11. And, and it's like, oh, all right. Well, I liked Bowers. I didn't like him at four, but I do like him after Odunze and Neighbors. Yeah, yeah. I like him getting uh, an extra first for next year and getting him at 11. And who knows? Maybe Odunze or Neighbors do fall to 11. You know, like maybe someone throws a curveball and takes a defensive player or something. Oh. Um, or they just go, okay, we'll trade back to 11. And then we'll jump back up to seven, you know, yeah. like the Texans did where they moved up and down and got both those guys. Um, but yeah, Patriots and Commanders are so bad that maybe they would go like, let's just draft the best player or trade out and gather more picks. But right now, I just feel like it's going to go quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Yeah. And then, I, yeah, I, I feel that way too. Yeah. And then if it does, this whole trading up theory is blown in smoke because if they're not, you need two people to participate in trade, obviously. Yeah. And it's, then you get to pick 11. I guess you just take best defensive player available or... Just best player, not... Well, well, I'm not taking you, a tackle. You could talk me into that Fuaga that uh, I think he's a guard for Oregon State. That dude's a beast. There's just no way that there's an offensive player that is so much better than a defensive player yeah. that I would ever consider. Unless, like, Marvin Harrison, maybe. Because even Brock Bowers, like, was he going to pair him with Hawkinson? Like, it's just weird. Like, Ryan's shaking his head uh -huh. emphatically, yes. He's Absolutely. very excited. You can't ignore the defense every year. Of course you can. You have Brian Flores. <laughs> yeah, keep an eye on him to come up with crazy schemes. Uh, any other quarterbacks besides those top three? Also, let me just get your top three. Who's your top three? What order is it in? What order is it in? Right I, now, who's the first pick? Who are you taking? I think it's Williams made Daniels. I feel like I like Daniels a little more only because of our interest in Richardson last year. Like I feel like that was interesting to me. That's oh. not even really, I guess, my. That's just like what maybe I think they want to do. Um, and then after that, who like is there anyone else you take at eleven? I think I, I'd say as of right now, no. But I think as the process goes on, yeah, I think I'm they're gonna all going to end up in the first round. Yeah, I think I'm going to end up being persuaded on either Penix or McCarthy. I don't think I'm going to be. You're going to be able to get me to go Knicks at eleven. So I think I'm going to go. I'm I'm going to be a Knicks guy. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be end up being the guy that I'm like. He's the one that I would take at eleven. Penix. Maybe it's just that one game that's got me just shaking on him. And then J.J. McCarthy. The thing I like about McCarthy, though, is isn't he really young? He's 20 right now. So, like, that is a perfect guy to pair with a Kirk Cousins for two yep. years. And he's also, I, this is based on little, but just like that he worked with Jim Harbaugh. That, like, he, he just seems like someone that would be, like, down to sit behind Kirk for two years yep. and just learn and... So, I mean, ideally, I guess you take a, a defensive player at 11 and then you somehow try to either get a McCarthy in the second or trade up in yeah. the first or something like from second to first. But yeah, I think by the end of this whole process, I feel like Nick's Penix and McCarthy all go in the first. I think it just ends up happening, which is kind of annoying. I don't, I don't think they do. No, it this, always seems like, you know, there's always like, Oh, you, you can have what? five quarterbacks in the first round this year. You're kind of right about that. Cause like Will Levis is a great, when did he go second round? Yeah. And like, that was definitely, like, some people were like, oh, he's guaranteed top 10. 
Like oh. even when he was on the board when we were picking, like it was like, this is a big choice here. Do you take a swing at Levis? And then he didn't go for another like twenty picks. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I guess it wasn't that big of a thing. And then even Lameek Will- Malik Willis that we were before, like fans and like draft people, like you know, people loved him or hated him, but like. I don't think people thought he was going to go in the third round or fourth round or whatever it was. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe you're right. These guys do seem a little more... I mean, I don't know. Levis, I think, was a solid prospect. So, when he fell to the second, like, they'll find the problems with these guys. Yeah. I mean, McCarthy like, isn't blown any away at Michigan. Yeah, there's no there's no people who are, like... Like, people need a quarterback. They're not clamoring for a quarterback. Yeah. Especially if the three go off the board right away. That's three teams done, you know? And if we have Kirk back, I don't think we're going to reach at 11. I think they're going to go... We'll try to get one in the second, or next year we're going to take a swing. And for the most part, unless you're picking in the top 16, you probably don't need a quarterback. Yeah, once you get past that. So, and I don't see five of them going in the top 16. I mean, I feel like when they do, it ends up being like that Ponder draft, where it was a bunch of bad quarterbacks ended up going. Yeah. Locker. Like, are are these, was it Blaine Gabbard in that one? Yeah. And then Cam, Cam Newton. Jesus Christ, those are some... I mean, Cam Newton's good, but holy smokes. Yeah, I feel like you end up reaching. I just... Are these quarterbacks like that? Like, is would you say, like, Ponder as a prospect? I feel like these guys are all better than Ponder. Is that hindsight, though? Like, I can't I go back that's hindsight my because I, I liked Ponder coming out of the draft. That noodle arm? Like, the thing that's weird about Ponder, I type in Christian Ponder Florida State highlights. There ain't a lot there. No, they're all gone now. Well, no. I, I did it like the day we drafted. I'm like, oh, who's this guy? Now, I know there's less people out there making videos and stuff, but there was like a you know a seven-minute video, and it was like all him just running. like and not. It wasn't that impressive. You type in like Bo Nix highlight reel. There's highlights there. It's very impressive. Now, I'm sure there's a low-light video somewhere that is his mistakes, but like yeah, at that's, least that's his first three years at Iowa. Yeah, at least there's 15 minutes of like electric plays that he made. Christian Ponder didn't have that shit. Yeah. A lot of Jake Lockers, too, was him running around. So I don't know. I, I Who knows? Maybe it's just poor YouTubers back in the day. Yeah. You know, it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I don't even know. 15? 15. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I don't know. We've talked for an hour, 20 minutes. I feel like we've talked about a few things, you know? Yeah. If you guys, season, you know. Yeah. And if you guys want us to talk about something else, you know, leave comments at the bottom. We'll see <laughs> those. whatever you're watching this on or listening to this on. Um, I feel like next podcast we'll do like some, I guess draft free agency more. Yeah, just diving we'll, deeper into like the options. Yeah, we'll probably be done with. The, I think we'll be done with the Super Bowl. Yeah, probably closer to scouting combine time. Yeah, I think that's we'll a few weeks off and then we'll jump back on. I'll get more off season stuff, but maybe diving into off season checklist. Maybe like what we would do type of thing. Like yeah, and maybe like some franchise tags have been played. Oh, so yeah, it's that's like, all right, too. now we know we're. That's like what I was reading those edge guys. I'm like, dude, Brian Burns might get tagged. Josh Allen might get yeah. tagged. Honestly, is Winfield going to get away from Tampa? Like, I don't who the hell that. knows? So, like, Christian Wilkins, the GM, did say he's earned a right to be a free agent. Oh. All right. Okay. I like that. Um, well, maybe we'll have some clarity on Kirk. I don't know if we will before the combine or not, but. Probably not. I feel like not, but which is kind of annoying. Well, when does his. I think it's like when the does 11th. The, like, the thing or, void? I think March 11th or uh, something is the first day of the new year. It's February now. Yeah, we probably won't. We'll probably wait you know, three weeks to do yeah. another one. But um, all right. Well, I think that's that's all I got. Well, Super Bowl. Who you you're rooting for the Chiefs? I think I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Do you yep. think they're going to win? I do. They've got Patrick Mahomes. I'm rooting for the Niners. I have given them my allegiance for what they did to our NFC North foes. I appreciate that. I think the Chiefs are going to win. Oh, it's just. Oh. And I think deep down, I still want Kyle Shanahan to lose. 
And I think it's still because I don't like people that have never won winning. And I think that's a problem that I need to think about. You know, I got to look inward to why so that like, is. Uh, the Niners are fine, but yeah. not Kyle. Yeah, like like the Niners have already won, so it's not that bad. But I don't. I, this guy, something about him failing all the time makes me laugh. <laughs> He's the OC for the twenty-eight to three. He just keeps losing in title games or championship games, and you know, as much as I'd like, you know, Mahomes, whatever, win another one. What do I care? Yeah, right. Like I don't. I when like I like Kelsey. I like Randy Reid. Mahomes is the best quarterback since Brady. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Is he better? I keep winning Super Bowls. Remains I guess. to be seen. Yeah. Some of these runs that these teams have been on for title games, like that dude's played in a title game like every every year of his career. Yeah, since he started. Like I don't. I hope teams, fans of teams, that are going through these runs appreciate that because like we've never had one. We go there like once every ten years, which is still better than Detroit or like those teams. But like yeah. even the Niners, it was like oh they've been here five of the last six years. It's like, that's that incredible. sounds incredible. Like, I love that just to be a team that's always in it. But yeah, anyways, alrighty. Uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. Yep. See you guys.